Jack of All Nerds is recorded by a live studio audience. Making your way in the world today. It's electroshock therapy time. <laughs> Wakanda forever and never to part. Wakanda forever, it's true. You puny rangers, make my monster grow! Whoa, Rita's a man? Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Grilling is your ally. Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. You've been listening to the G Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show. Hello and welcome to the Jack in beautiful downtown Alhambra, California. <laughs> Above the uh, the Toyzilla toy shop? Yeah. Question mark? That's what it is. It's a toy shop. You're not even sure where we are. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's, you can see our faces. I know. It's so weird. I have to look at you I, it's, from, it from the interwebs. It it's, is unusual. They can't it's see me. It's really odd. No, and they never no, will. They no. never will. Um, yeah. New Cage. Yeah, that, that was a big motivating Same factor show, for New us Cage even moving here. That was... That was a big reason for us doing this. Yes. But I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me, as always, Mr. Derek Murray. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so weird to have a, a directional, front-facing... I, I don't know. I'm, yes, look. to give you some history. If you've never seen us before here on NerdBot, that's because our show is from a different time, a different place. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we used to be on a, like a sort of a radio station setup, and we weren't used to having cameras. And even when we did have cameras, they weren't... This close. It wasn't so personal. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was it not. It wasn't so intimate. Um, but here we are. And uh, yeah, so tonight on the show, guys, we are going to be talking about Solo a little bit later on. We'll be getting to that. Uh, there will be spoilers. So we give people two weeks to watch these movies before we, we talk about them and ruin everything for you. So we will be doing <laughs> that. Um, we're also going to be doing a giveaway tonight. I'll give you a little bit more information on that in just a bit. But uh, I think we should probably talk about the people who allow us to be here, aside from the awesome people at NerdBot themselves. But I'm talking about our sponsors, everybody. That is right. First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Convenient. It's, it doesn't lose any charm. I know. It really doesn't. Here. It really, and now you actually get to see what my face yes, does when I, when I do this. Beautiful logos and everything. <laughs> uh, conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Has nightly specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, karaoke, all kinds of good stuff. For more information, visit facebook.com forward slash... E Roadhouse Roadhouse or and I'm so now there's a logo I don't even have to say it now it's yeah, there they, they I'm just know so, I'm just so used to saying it it's so beautiful <laughs> anyway next up everybody the dinner detective America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show enjoy a fabulous four course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation uh, for more information visit thedinnerdetective.com and if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. Also, guys, be sure to check out Four Color Fantasy's comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. 
Uh, it's an awesome comic book shop, guys. They have all your, your comic and collectible needs there. They do a lot of cool events, private screenings. Uh, they did a, a solo screening. They did? They and, did? And uh, they give away a lot of cool prizes and stuff. Yeah. You should check those out. They'll be doing another one in July for Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, they're also doing a special private screening, uh, which is a little different than what they normally do. They're going to do a, uh Incredibles 2 screening. Uh, for, oh, yes. the, for the whole family. Yes. So that'll be, uh, what is it, in the afternoon? Yeah, it's going to be on a Saturday. Like yeah, it's on Nor- a Saturday. Normally they're like the day they premiere in the evening. Yeah. This is going to be a special Saturday event yeah. for, for families. So <laughs> anyway, guys, that, that sponsors. Yeah. So how awesome is that? Uh, now comes the part where I usually request Sarah McLaughlin to be playing, but I know that's not possible. So <laughs> yet it's, we'll get her on board yet. But, uh, so we have a Patreon, guys, because sponsors, they pay for us to be here in the studio, but, uh, there's other costs, website costs, equipment costs, you know, and if you want classy nudes of Derek, then you gotta <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. You know, your, I, I, your girlfriend was at the dinner detective, uh, and we were working it together, and she is so on board with these tasteful nudes, like, she she's was. A, she's a little too on board. I was, it. it was making me uncomfortable, and I was still fully clothed, like, it was, very awkward how into it she was. She wants to do like this. She wants to forget it. It doesn't even matter because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a calendar. Uh, she said you were completely committed. Um, that is not true. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, anyway, uh, so for, for our patrons, uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash jack of all nerds, uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You can pledge your support to us, and we do bonus content for you. Uh, yep. And we try to tailor that content to what you guys want. That's right. Uh, most recently, it was we we had been asked to do commentaries on n- not necessarily bad movies. I think we chose bad movies to torture ourselves. <laughs> and that I think up, we've done one good one in all of the months that we've been doing. Yeah, it was Die Hard, right? <laughs> yeah, it was Die Hard. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, so we have all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So, you know, head on over there. And, again, for just as, a little as a dollar. Yep. You can feed and clothe Derek and teach Danny to read. And, um, and then you have access to all the previous bonus content. There's also sign-up bonuses and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. Yes. Um, and I did mention there is a giveaway. I'm probably going to mention this a couple of times tonight, but we are giving away. Are you ready? I'm ready. It is a digital copy of Batman Ninja. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? That was my that was my ninjutsu. <laughs> it's very I, limited, okay? I didn't, I didn't care for that. I didn't care for that. <laughs> um, so the the giveaway is going to be running all week. Uh, you can one entry per person per household. No, just per person. Um, <laughs> so head on over to jackofallnerdshow.com and go to our contest page. There's also a link on the homepage that takes you directly to the contest page. There's a form there. It's free to enter. Many will enter. Few will win. Uh, in fact, just just, <laughs> just one, just one, just one just, person just will one. win. Yeah, uh, and we will announce the winner on next week's show. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if you know anything about this this sort of anime looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the poster's right here. It's beautiful. Yeah, but have you seen the trailer for it? I haven't. It's insane. Is it? Yeah, I can imagine Batman Ninja, and, and like I'm sold. I, I just I don't know what else you need. No, it's pretty. It's pretty great. I think the storyline is something about like Batman getting stranded in feudal Japan, right? Ugh. And sign me and like up. the whole bat family and a bunch of the villains and Joker is it, it's crazy I it. looking. I love it. Yeah, it's great. So all that can be yours. Once again, head on over 
to jackofallnerdshow.com and go to our contest page and enter for free. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll bring it up a little bit later. Okay. Uh, again, I'll remind everyone. Cool. So, yeah, guys, there's that. And then uh, for those of you that are new to the show, we do a segment called the Netflix Netflix of the week. I like that you very much enunciated your words more yeah. so than normal this time. Well, because they're so similar, I feel like I would be like, I might say the same word twice. Yeah. The Netflix, Netflix of the week. <laughs> the Netflix, Netflix of the week. It's like the pizza pizza of the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what we do here is that we each uh, are assigned the task of watching one program throughout the week that we have never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be a TV show, a movie, comedy special, just anything on Netflix. Yeah. And then we kind of give a, a quick uh, review of it and yeah so there you go um i i'll go ahead and start this week okay so i did the break with michelle wolf which is sort of a sort of a daily show-esque kind of a thing Mm -hmm. but with michelle wolf and and her friends michelle wolf and friends (laughs) and it's um it's not that good so (laughs) i here's the thing here's the thing I've, I know she used to work on the daily show and I'm sure, I think, I think her writing is strong. Like her Mm -hmm. jokes are good. She has poor delivery. It'd be like me trying to do stand up comedy. Like I can, which I have seen. I can write comedy. (laughs) My delivery is better than hers. Okay. I think 90% of the Republican party would agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I think her delivery is not good. Okay. And so it doesn't work. And then she, and this is not something that I blame her necessarily for, Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of these sort of, comedy news shows are doing it and it's terrible across the board skits oh yeah mm. yeah i'm not i'm not on board with that you're not snl knock it off even snl doesn't do skits well <laughs> so please stop uh but yeah there was a couple of skits that went on like way too long um and then like i said i just didn't think her delivery was very strong on, okay. now given it was the first episode i i am gonna watch a few more just to see if it keeps that trend or if it improves because you know, some things start out rough on Netflix. That is true. And they get better. So that we'll, is very we'll true. see. All right. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it probably two out of five stars. Ouch. I just did not care for it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Wow. 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 What is happening? It's, it's the Owen Wilson one. It's the Owen Wilson one. Yeah, but why are you guys going in a I loop? have no idea. I just... Wow. I, it Doing felt, it in a round? <laughs> it, it felt right, Brian. Um, okay, well, I'll go next. Uh, I did a horrible movie uh, called Singularity. Um, this was not my choice, actually. Uh, we were just uh, sitting in the living room, and we were like, hey, let's watch an action-adventure movie. And somehow this movie was categorized under action-adventure, and it has neither action nor adventure. Uh, so I don't know what Netflix is thinking. Um, so it's, it's a movie that stars, yes, uh, John Cusack. Um, and if you're asking, wow... Uh, does John Cusack do anything for money? The answer is yes. He does, absolutely. He absolutely does. Uh, and uh, what you might also not know is that all the money they used to pay John Cusack was the entire budget of the film because they clearly didn't have enough money for anything else. So are you trying to tell me that John Cusack is the singularity? Yes. <laughs> yes. Which would be a better plot than the actual plot of Singularity. I believe that's the plot of Identity. Yeah, it's like the same thing. It's yeah. just, but Identity's watchable. So, uh, this, this movie is basically, uh, like a, like a, like a C minus Terminator. Like they, they try to, the movie literally starts with the exact same plot of Skynet. Like, yeah, um, 
I, I would like to point out that Terminator Genesis was a C minus Terminator. Uh, so, so okay, so D minus. <laughs> that was Rise of the Machines. Nope, worse, absolutely worse. And I know that's hard to do. <laughs> it's really hard to do. Um, but yeah, so it basically John Cusack plays some tech mogul that is now you know filled the world with robots that control the military and. All the humans are like, there's too many robots. And so he creates this thing called Kronos, which is like the ultimate uh, uh, artificial intelligence. And then it somehow takes over his body and John Cusack becomes Kronos. And then his right-hand man becomes Kronos. And then they wipe out humanity. But then there's a kid who is still alive that's also a robot but doesn't know it and... It's awful. It's awful. Like, the longer I talk uh, about it, it... Well, Sean Hart would like to thank you for saving him 91 minutes of his life. You are welcome, Sean. <laughs> it's not even a full You hours. are welcome. I'm going to... This is another... Because uh, we used to do... We were doing... When we were doing the... Uh, the What was the other... What was the one we did before the segment? Use your words. Blast from the past? <laughs> yes, blast from the past. Thank you. Um, this is one of those ones where I actually had to physically... It took me two and a half days to watch this movie. Because it was that bad. I had to like That's rough. watch it in like 30 minute segments because it was so terrible. Uh, so one out of five stars. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. Don't do it. Wow. Uh, before we move on, Danny, uh, Neil Shaver says, hello. Hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. And Shibu says, Michael is still handsome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the chops. Don't worry. XL will come in any minute and say, no, you're not. <laughs> All right, Danny, so what was your pick? For, uh, and, uh, so continuing on in the trend of the David Letterman show, um, I skipped a couple episodes and I decided to pick up on the Howard Stern episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and holy crap, the relationship that these two guys have, I didn't realize it started out as rocky as it did. Um, when uh, It brings them out and so they, they immediately start talking about how they like got acquainted. And it started out, they hated each other. Like, to the point where they were tearing each other apart on their separate shows. Mm-hmm. And, like, finally, David Letterman was like, you know what? I'm going to be a, 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 kind of an adult about this. And I'm going to have him come on my show. And we can we can talk about this. And, uh, like, and then Howard comes out and he's like, look, what I said, I don't really think about what I say. I'm just trying to be funny, being entertaining. And I realized I took it too far. And, um, like, I was legit sorry, sorry. And then Letterman pulls up this picture of this this flower that Howard Stern had painted for his wife, for Letterman's wife. And it's just like, it, it kind of blew my mind. Cause first of all, I didn't know Howard Stern paints. Um, I didn't even know he did comedy. <laughs> I didn't even know he's still alive. <laughs> he's holding on, man. <laughs> he does not look great. Um, but no, it was, it was, it was really, really cool to see like how their relationship has changed over like, I guess the decades now. Um, cause like they've been friends now for, I think over 25 years. So, um, I, I definitely give this episode like a four out of five. Wow. It blew me away. It's yeah. really well done. We we had good, one good rating. Yeah. yeah. One good rating. <laughs> Danny's the only one that watched something worthwhile. It seems. <laughs> yeah. When I, I already knew how Derek was coming into this because when I asked you guys what your picks were so I could get the images and he was like, well, I watched a train wreck of something like whatever he led with awful yeah and so yeah, I was like, it oh. was it was a it was a rough watch i'm picking my own next week 
<laughs> oh, that's right. You said your. Yeah, I didn't even pick it. We were literally, we were just, we were bored and there was nothing on TV. And so I was like, let's watch something on Netflix. And you know how that never goes well when you've got more than one person in the room. So we, we spent, you know, 10, 15 minutes scrolling through everything on Netflix. And then she just went into the category. First thing she hadn't seen, she just clicked on it and let it play. Oh, Netflix and it happened that. to be that. <laughs> yeah, it was, good. yeah, we were led astray. <laughs> there are sometimes where actual Russian roulette is better. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, Shiba would like to know when is the chill part of this Netflix and chill camera one right here. <laughs> Shibu. Yeah, girl. What's up? Wow. <laughs> wow. This, this wow. just, this, this, this whole, this whole thing is, is bad. Also, this, I would like to point out bad. that we still, di- we still turn this into a, a, a podcast after the fact and so no one's going to know what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listeners, things just got awkward between me they and the viewer. That's all. They did. It got weird. Uh, weirder than uh, his girlfriend suggesting okay. I should do tasteful nudes. <laughs> That's in my brain now. Thank it you. It is. No, you can't unsee it. You can't, can't unsee it. Yeah, I'm still, uh, it, this isn't going on the awful train, but I'm still on the Cheers train from last week. Like, okay. I've still been binge watching it, and it's still awesome. Nice. I, I stand by my five star rating. That's good. No, I'm, I'm actually knows your name, so uh, I'm actually still going through Money Heist. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good though. It's I actually, just can't. The name of it is so ridiculous. Well, but see, okay, look, something's so, lost what, in translation. But it, what, no, what but kind it, of heist is it? It's a it's a money heist. I know it sounds terrible in English, but La Casa de Papel sounds ooh, that's hot. Way better. That is hot. It sounds way better, and that's the actual name of the show. But the only way to translate that is. Money. No, I'm pretty sure that translates to heat. That- <laughs> it feels like heat. It's like the Spanish heat. It's awesome. What would that be? Verano. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, no, it's a really good show. I, I, would, I would recommend it if you're okay with reading subtitles yeah. or if you're okay with listening to terrible English dubbing. Uh, you can do that as well. It's how I like all my movies. Yeah, they, it, they, it won't line up and the translation will be awful, but hey, fact, that's how you have to watch it. Even, it. even English language films, I like to have them dubbed into German and then redubbed back into English by that's, different performers. That's smart. That's the best that's, way to watch it. It is the best way to watch You don't like to get international with yeah. international movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is funny that I make fun of Money Heist's name because if it were called Jewel Heist... That sounds normal, but the fact that it's the word money, yeah. Even if it were cash, any like anything, just sounds weird in front it, of heist. Except and it for does, jewel, and, it, and, uh, and unfortunately, the title like really simplifies. Because yes, they are obviously they're trying to steal money, but like they're doing it in a way that they are printing their own money inside the mint, like the Spanish mint. Like that's the that's the premise of it. So I get that, like yes, money heist. That's what it is, but like. The plan is super complicated, and things go south in the worst of ways. And it's 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 really good. It's a it's a really good show. I'm yeah. I'm excited to to finish it. Well, you like I said, you said it's basically heat, but it it really is. Except there, it's it's one well, place. I would but... like this to just Spanish heat. <laughs> Spanish it heat. Works. That sounds like a lubricant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or or hot sauce. I don't know. Maybe both. Who nope. Knows? I'm going with Mike. I'm with Mike. Spanish, Spanish lubricant. Heat. Yeah, from, from that, the sound, that doesn't sound pleasurable at all. <laughs> New Spanish heat from KY. Like that's what it sounds. <laughs> Did I just ruin that forever? For yeah, you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not going to be able to watch the show the same, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Let's get to episode nine of season two. It's like, where's the lube? <laughs> <laughs> what it, What is uh, Spanish for lube? 
El Lube. El Lube. El Lube. That was racially insensitive. Yeah, okay. It was. It was. Um, no, sorry to all our Spanish listeners. Uh, Shibu asks, do you guys ever use the secret Netflix codes to get all these crazy genres? No. Is it up, down, left, right, BB? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not it. I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have, Can you elaborate in the chat? Yeah, yeah. Is this like the dark web of Let Netflix? Let us know like, these secret codes. If you're talking about adult films, like that's what Pornhub's for. Yeah. Stop it. And that's free. For now. <laughs> for now? What are you talking about? Net neutrality, bro. No, they canceled that. It's not a thing. Like Roseanne's show on ABC, yeah. they canceled yeah, yeah, yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, he popped off at the mouth and they were like, you're done. <laughs> Sent out one insensitive tweet, and then that was it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Sean says, I'm digging this disembodied voice of Danny Anthony vibe. <laughs> it's, it's a new cage. We're just trying it out. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about this when we got over here. Uh, we eventually may try to set up another camera so you can actually watch Danny yeah. when he's uh, working when very he's hard. When he's actually working. No, yeah. he's, still, he's still in the training uh, yes. mode right now. Yes. Yes. In fact, uh, the always ravishing... Elvin is uh, handling things tonight. Yes, in yeah. his in his beautiful uh, panda ears. <laughs> uh, he's doing a great job for us. But yeah, yeah Danny. Is. So for now, this this beautiful picture we have in the corner of Danny <laughs> flipping you off, I feel really mirrors his personality. It does. It does. It does. I think this is actually Just how low light and me flipping you off. Yeah, this is how he feels in his cage. This is. <laughs> Uh, so Shibu says, just Google the codes you can get an uh, extended library of movies. Ooh. That's rude. But here's the thing. They're that's probably rude. just piss poor movies. Like the movies nobody wanted. And that's why. Or it's the ones you're always looking for that you can never that find. you can never find. Yeah. that's how you wind yeah. up watching Money Heist. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Heat. Well, it's not on. Well, this was recommended. What's that? Oh, it's Spanish Heat. <laughs> And I hate when you're when you are searching for something and you start typing it and it does come up in this column and you know yeah. immediately if it comes up over here but not over here yeah it's not it doesn't there. exist yeah. but you'll like maybe in a in an act of desperation you'll click on it like maybe and then it'll be like movies similar to Heat and none of them are similar to Heat <laughs> it's like Titanic singularity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even money heist comes up. <laughs> They got uh, their algorithms. <laughs> yeah, and Rory James says Netflix codes is a thing. Where have I been? That I'm in the same boat. Yeah, no, we're with you, Rory. I want to say, I no say that I've heard of this. It's just I've never implemented it. Or no, this it is done. this is complete news to me. Jay yeah. Booth says digging the new setup. Thanks, Jay. We're we're enjoying it too. Yeah. Like we've never looked this good. Yeah, and we're not even wearing pants. So. <laughs> And it's great. It is wonderful. Breezy. Yeah. You want a tasteful nudes? Well, I mean, I guess you got them. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, the Netflix, <laughs> Netflix of the week. Yeah. And apparently someone is typing to us in German. Yeah. And I, I think that's for you. Um, I, maybe. Ich bin ein Berliner. Ich habe einen kleinen Problemo avec dieser religione. He was from everywhere. <laughs> the rest of the show is just Eddie Izzard. Yeah, a little Eddie Izzard reference. Ein Minuten, bitte. Um, well, guys, shall we get on to the main topic? Yeah, it's main event time. It's main event time. That's right. So, as mentioned, pre- you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually just mention the giveaway one more time. We don't need the image up, but uh, if you guys want to win a digital copy of Batman Ninja, head on over to JackofAllNerdShow.com. Go to our contest page, 
and there is a form. You just uh, put in your information, submit it. It's free to enter. And then next week, we're going to draw a winner randomly, and you win a digital copy of Batman Ninja. So head on over there and take care of that. Oh, he's, it's, he's, this guy is so good. I know. Got the image up right here, this beautiful poster. You're fired, Danny. <laughs> well, that, you know, it's, I'm not even in control. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shibu says, yeah, way better setup. I can actually see Derek does moisturize. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anyway, love it. Uh, so yes, the topic tonight, everybody, we've given you two weeks to watch this movie. Uh, according to bo- box office receipts, you may not have. Um, but we are talking about Solo tonight, everybody. We that are. is right. Whoa. Solo. Oh, I um, I don't, I don't think that's. Uh, we're not. No. No. We're no, not, we're not talking Mario Van Heeren. We are, you, we are, are not sure? talking. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is the solo movie that we needed. This, yeah, well, this is the one we should have watched. Absolutely. Part man, part machine, total weapon. That's not the one. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not it. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, all right. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the one that Disney did? Oh, yes. yeah. This yeah. the Star Wars right, one. Hang on. Right. Let me, yeah. Let me, okay. Let me do a quick Google search. Yeah. That's. There oh, go. there. There it is. There that, it is. that looks right. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, that, that that looks right. That, that looks better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, guys. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, and uh, so we would like to. If obviously, if you haven't seen it yet, and you don't want spoilers, now would be the time to tune out. Yeah. Because there will be spoilers aplenty, uh, including probably a twenty-minute rant on how he gets his name. So <laughs> it's going to be most of the show, guys. <laughs> most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we, and we want to hear from you guys as well. If you did see the movie, we want to know your thoughts, what you thought, because honestly, I, I feel like this has been uh, pretty divided. I've yeah. seen a lot of people that loved it. And then a lot of people who are just kind of like, Meh. I don't think I've seen anyone that flat out hated it. Yeah. But, but it has been pretty divided on the audience. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting because of how divisive it is, but then it's also done horrible at the box office like it it nosedived again which is which is so weird when 80 million is horrible well yeah oh for sure for sure it's a it's a but it's a pretty big misstep for them that ain't disney money yeah it ain't it definitely ain't disney money (laughs) that's for damn sure yeah well all right um so why don't we go around the room and we'll start with the person that no one can see and just say what we (laughs) just just a quick like what you thought of it Okay, I I'm one of those people that actually really really like this movie. Now, um, I know inspired. It, <laughs> um, I'm of the mind that it is a it is a great movie, and if it didn't have anything to do with Han Solo, it would be a even better movie. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they made this, and the way it even like syncs up in the timeline makes it a little bit worse because it literally end, the movie ends. Like maybe a week and a half to two weeks before we meet Solo in A New Hope. At least that's the vibe they're putting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll, we'll get to it, and we'll talk about it when we get in more of a roundtable thing. But um, I, I really like the movie. I love uh, like the surprises they threw in there, the callbacks. Um, it was well written, well shot. Uh, the characters, with the exception of maybe one or two, were fleshed and just. Amazing, um, and if I had to put it on a scale of one to ten, I would give it probably like an eight and a half. Wow. Okay. Oh. Did we did we watch the same movie? Was that <laughs> which solo did you see? Did you just watch a oh, New wait, Hope? Are we and... talking about the Mario Van Peebles? Oh, <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten, 10 out of 10. ten. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Derek, what did you think? Um, I I will agree with Danny on one thing uh, that I do think if this was not a solo movie, 
it probably would have been a lot better. Like if they had just called it Smugglers, a Star Wars story, and really just focused on that, and it just what if they called it Money Heist, <laughs> a Star Wars no, this story? Would, this would be the Fuel Heist. <laughs> nope, Money Heist, a Star Wars story. <laughs> on board. On board, four to five, absolutely. Whoa, did we just get buzzed by a... We did, we a, did. There I, was think, millennial falcon. I think that was a Millennial Falcon. It was, it was, it, it was a Millennial Falcon. Yeah. So entitled. Yeah, it did. We, <laughs> we said we didn't like something, so it fucked off in its own. No, I think the most interesting things are the characters that Han Solo meets. Uh, and that are surrounding him. Um, the problem is that, uh, and I know we're going to get into this later, but in general, the problem is Solo himself isn't that interesting. I don't know what's happening. I don't either. What? We have like a space vagina in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so Solo isn't that interesting. Um, just mainly because there's no consequences for anything that happens because we already know how all of this ends. So that kind of takes a lot of the thrill out of the movie. Um, and I personally think that everybody else is a better actor and a better fit for the roles that they're in. Um, and that just kind of makes the movie overall pretty dull. So I think I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Okay. All right. Uh, me personally, uh, I was. I think we're all kind of on the same page with that. Uh, the movie was fun and I liked the movie. I didn't like the Han Solo part of the movie. And not mm. even like uh, someone put his name in here. I can't even pronounce it. Uh, in fact, Sean Hart said Alan Aaron Aaron whatever Alden 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 Aaron yeah he put Aaron Aaron whatever Alden Ekernline Berliner that's his name <laughs> he's from everywhere <laughs> um, I don't even think he necessarily did a bad job he just wasn't Han Solo yeah to me and and I was talking to Danny on the way over here about this my my beef is that uh, Harrison Ford played the the role very cynical very roguish but very almost stoic at times mm -hmm. you know he didn't smile ever really yeah and this guy you may as well have had tom cruise playing him because he was so smarmy <laughs> grinning like an idiot all the time all the time I got all a, the time i got a really good feeling about this <laughs> like who does and you could one could make the argument like well but then his mentor betrays him and his love betrays him. And that's what turns him into that. But even at the end, we don't see that. He's yeah. still like, so I heard about this job on Tatooine. <laughs> like I, I was waiting for him to look at the camera and just be like, finger guns. See what we did there? You know, okay, he wasn't Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> no, but he was. <laughs> but he was. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. He wasn't. It was like he was on the verge of breaking character in every scene. <laughs> Uh, but let's see what what did the what did the chat think about this? Shibu says that solo bit you guys did better acting than the movie. Wow, wow, Ooh, wow! I mean, I mean, I'm pretty fucking amazing, so I don't know what you're trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best dinner detective. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. Sean Hart said I thought it was a lot of fun, mm -hmm. uh, and then he said that it took about half the movie for me to see Alan whatever on solo. <laughs> But I really started to enjoy it at that point. Uh, and then George Kuzelis, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, said Solo was good. I don't get it. Um, and I think he, he's talking about like the hate yeah, for it. Right. Um, Jay Booth says, I've seen far too many say they hated it. So I'm guessing he hasn't seen it yet. But yeah, right. um, yeah I mean, it's, 
It is what it is there, I guess. So well let's so let's do this. Let's get into some of the what we did or didn't like about it. Okay. Kind of things. Um and I'm just gonna I wanna get this out of the way because <laughs> we're starting it's, with the it's name game. Burning a hole in my soul. <laughs> what almost took me out of this movie right from the start is how Han Solo gets named Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. I and, I don't think I've eyed rolled that hard in a very long no, time. I have never cursed at a movie screen I almost did I want to say because me and Derek were sitting next to each other at the, at the, at the, the premiere and I want to say we both just kind of looked at each other and went oh yeah it uh, it was an audible just sound of disgust in the theater yeah no it absolutely was that it was it, uh. yeah so if you're uh, if you're not familiar I don't know where you're watching this but uh, at the start of the movie he's uh, trying to make an escape from a place and he <laughs> He, guards are looking for him and he sees this imperial recruitment uh, stand. So he goes over there and he's trying to sign up so that he can get out of there. And the guy's like, all right, what's your name? And he's like, Han, all right, what's your last name? What? And also, who? Oh, it's a pretty basic question. Who answers a question like that? Yeah. What? What do you mean? Uh, I'm flustered like, now. Yeah. What are, who are, have last names? <laughs> yeah. Who are your people? Like, that's not how he had to, like, that's how you had to uh, justify or explain yeah, it to humanity? him. Humanity? Yeah. What what's your last name? What? Who are your people? Oh, I don't have those. <laughs> what? It's not like it's not an even for Star Wars. That's not a normal line of questioning. Yeah. But then and so he's like, oh, I don't have people. And so this asshole recruiter is like, well, so you're you're alone. All right, Han Solo. <laughs> and then oh. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's. And then he named his kids with this name. <laughs> he didn't even want to join the Empire. And yet you let this twat name you. And I would like to point out, he only just before he got there lost his girlfriend on the other side of that gate, which means he's one person shy from being named Han Duo. <laughs> No, it's it's absolutely true, and it's one of those like just super lazy writing tropes that that happens where it do, there's. But hey, that's in the Star Wars tradition, right? No, but that's that's the dumbest Star Wars tradition. <laughs> that's the worst of Star Wars traditions. Is it a friend of mine? Um, he 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 pointed out that it's uh it's pretty much the naming game they do in X Men First Class. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting Jennifer Lawrence to come out and be like, "Okay, he's Professor X, he's Magneto, <laughs> and since you're by yourself, you're Han Solo." Yeah, it, that was that was just so dumb. And and you're right because he names his kid. It's it's fucking Ben Solo. Like, but then he what? Forty five minutes later, he launches into some diatribe about how his father wanted to be yeah. a pilot yeah. and <laughs> how he's got these fond memories of his dad. And it's like. So you do have people. Yeah, you can't remember these things about your dad, but like not know what his fucking last name was. Yeah. I I didn't understand that. And then, uh, but we had talked about it even when we did our, our Cineblokes review and we were like, it could have been so easily fixed if, if the guy had been like, what's your last name? And you see him looking around like, oh God, they're looking for me. And he's like, uh, he doesn't want to give his own last name. So he's yeah. just like, uh, Han Solo. Perfect. Done. Sold. Fixed. I'd be okay with that because yeah. it's not cheese. But the fact that this guy came up with it in that way, it's like he seemed so proud of himself. Han Solo. That's a good one. <laughs> That'll be a franchise soon. It was, like, it, was like, it was like the Godfather when they see the name on the dude's jacket and they just give him that name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was it, – it honestly, it took them – 
it took me a while to get back into the movie after that. Like I, I was, I, I was sitting there like, "Fuck, it's gonna be this kind of movie." <laughs> yeah, because it happens so early on that you're just like, "I don't know if I want to sign up for this ride." Yeah, and it really isn't that kind of a movie. I, it's not. We're gonna, not. we are gonna shit on this movie, but that's just because that's what we do. But <laughs> like I said, I enjoyed. I think that uh, that Ron Howard made a good movie. Yeah. It's just to me, it's not it's not a good Han Solo origin story. And I I know someone in the chat going uh, far back. I'm going to try to find it real quick. Okay, so Gary Horton said Solo was an awesome movie. I don't get where all the dislike is coming from. I think Alden did a great job. I'm glad he didn't try to do a Harrison Ford impression. I went in with low expectations, came out with Solo being my top four favorite Star Wars movies, best of the Disney movies. So his point about uh, the, the actor not doing a Harrison Ford impression that's fine. I yeah. don't need someone mimicking, you know, I don't need the Brandon Ruth doing Christopher Reeve, which he did phenomenally, by the way. Yes, but I don't, did. <laughs> I don't need that. Right. But I do need the character to be the character that I expect him to be. And even, and, and yeah. you could, you could say that, yes, that the, uh, the story, what happens in the story changes his perspective. But unfortunately for me, I just never see that transition. Even when he's betrayed by, right. by his lady, when he's betrayed by Woody Harrelson. Who is a national treasure? <laughs> Especially <laughs> but, in this movie, yeah, he shines. Yeah, and it's just like I just never see that transition to where, like I said, if if this is in fact supposed to be like right before he gets the job with Jabba, yeah, I just don't see those characters being well, and the here, same. Here's the thing, like I don't know why, but I think Harrison Ford kind of in A New Hope embodies uh, the backstory way better than this whatever his name does because mm. we get this kid who's who's been literally raised on the streets by a crime boss um who's had to steal and fight his whole life mm. and he's got such a cheery disposition about everything i'm like you wouldn't be like this yeah i you know and my <clears throat> i i agree with mike in in the sense that you never really do get to see that change you never get to see that he by the end of the even when he his mentor betrays him and he does the whole shooting first or whatever it it has no effect which like, was a great moment it was it was and it should have been i think the audience cheered right, yeah. when that happened and it, it was it should have been a that should have been the moment that uh you really see han solo change but you don't just like you mentioned he they're flying off into the sunset and he's got that same stupid grin on his face so the point of them telling this story is that hey this is how he goes from you know smug kind of funny lighthearted like oh i'm gonna make the best of all these situations and i've got hopes and dreams two there's no such thing as hopes and dreams everything's fucked uh let's just be a smuggler you know what i mean like that's that's where we meet solo for the first time and i felt like Nothing that happens in this film changes him enough to where we see the leap from that to that. You know what I mean? Uh, so Gary says it's supposed to be a trilogy, uh, but I may be mistaken. He said Solo takes place about 10 years before A New Hope, which I, don't I think it does. I, and that's the thing that I was very unclear on. I wished right. I had known because one of the things that I thought was a little bit disappointing was that they gloss over him washing out of the na the, the naval academy, yeah. the academy yeah. as, the, as a pilot. Right. Uh, to me, like that would have been an interesting story, but we don't get that. Like it's just boom, cut to yeah. a year, <laughs> year boom, you're later, infantry. You know, however many years it was later. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was but, three. But the but the way the movie ends, it really does make it seem like that job is almost immediate. Now, given we don't know when that job takes place between uh, that and a new hope. 
but I don't think Jabba would be looking for him for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You and know what I mean? Was, why would he go back to Tatooine yeah. just to meet Luke? But, and but who knows? Maybe he was. I don't know. Uh, it's just, or maybe he goes, maybe that's a different job. Maybe he goes and does that job, starts working for Jabba, yeah. and then a later job mm-hmm. he has to dump. I, you know, who knows? Um, I just didn't get a good sense of when it yeah. was when I was watching. And it, I, I, I think, that. I mean, and again, it's kind of hard to tell the timeline, but I think it's supposed to take place somewhere in like a somewhere around the Clone Wars. Like that's going on at that time. Um, and, and that takes place. I don't remember the exact amount of years that, that takes place before a new hope. Um, but it seemed because there are a lot of nods to things like rebels and a clone wars and stuff like that there's a lot of little things where if you watch those shows um <clears throat> you'll be able to pick up on um <laughs> there's a pretty big hint the there's a pretty movie. big hint that <laughs> that's where this takes place <laughs> uh yeah uh jay booth says there uh there's more than a few weeks between solo and a new hope He's, uh, and he quotes the word jabba tells han you're the best and he said that takes time to establish that yeah. kind of rapport. Yeah. So he would. I, I think that that must be. He must go do the job that's talked about and actually succeed. And then the he starts working Jabba. for Jabba. Mm-hmm. And then the incident yeah. that gets mentioned in A New Hope is later on right. in the canon. Yeah. So yeah. it, it also, so my, my other kind of issue with this, and, and I think we kind of pointed this out where it's not that he's a bad actor because he's not, he's no. not a bad actor. I don't think he was the right fit for Han Solo. And that, that's just a personal thing for me. I know some of you out there listening and watching feel differently and I, that's fine. Um, I didn't have high expectations of him being a good Han Solo, but I really did go in thinking, okay, maybe the minute and a half of, of trailer that we saw, maybe that's just like the highlights and it's, you know, as he, as we go through the film, he grows on you and he gets yeah. better, but he never did. Yeah. Uh, and that's unfortunate because all of the characters are around, uh, that are around him are so good and they're not given enough to do. I mean, well, that I mean, whole, so the train heist, <laughs> the, dude, that train heist, heist is great. The money heist. <laughs> Money Heist, the Star Wars story. <laughs> I'm just going to call it that for the rest of the show. Um, but yeah, so that, that train heist is a, is a great scene and meeting Danny Newton's character. And then what's his name? Rio. Uh, is, the, is that the one that was voiced by, yeah, John voiced by John Favreau? Uh, we were both, we were talking about it after the show and we were like, Oh man. I thought it was going to be one of my new favorite Star Wars wait, wait, characters. Rio was voiced by Favreau? Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't that. know that either. Wow. I, we, we, I didn't know that until we had looked it up. And, and uh, Now that I'm thinking about it, though, totally makes sense. Yep, it absolutely does. But it's like, so you And meet, I love that character. Yeah. And when he died, it was like, but no, but why? <laughs> like, uh, well, Tandy Newton had to go back and do her Westworld thing, so. But it's, you know, the thing is, is like those characters, it, and this happens a lot in this film where we get introduced to these new characters that they, the film kind of wants you to care about, but they die so quickly and Han has almost zero emotional investment in them that it's like, we're supposed to be Han in this journey. We're, he is our audience. Like we're yeah. supposed to be, Every character that relates to him, we're supposed to relate to in that way. But when you kill off these two characters that we just met right away, and Han's just like, well, I got to pilot the plane, and does not give a fuck that they died. It's like, okay, well, I don't, I don't care either now. So, well, I, there were, I, I do think there was some emotion shown when the pilot died, uh, and he was next to him. Like, yeah, you could see that he cared about it, but at that point, it was either fly the ship or it's going to crash and everyone's yeah. going to die. So that much I get. But I do, I do see what you're saying about 
uh, about that. I feel like the reason those characters were killed so quickly is because they were trying to set up the anybody, nobody's safe safe. kind of vibe. But like you, but you have a valid point that I don't think we had enough time to get to know them to care that they died. Right. Because it it is just like, all right, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing with, uh, with the uh, typical sarcastic droid that you have to have now in every single Star Wars film. <laughs> Can we talk about L3 for a minute? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, real quick, let me just uh, go to the chat real quick. Uh, so we had, Jay Booth said Derek wanted The Rock for Han Solo. You're damn right. Rock Solo. <laughs> rock Solo, just, a Star Wars story. I've got a really good feeling about this, given the, <laughs> given the eyebrow, the rock eyebrow. Someone's like, you want this job? Daddy's got to go to work. Do you smell what the Solo's cooking? He is the people smuggler. <laughs> he is the pe- That's right. Are you kidding? Dude, Money Heist, a Star Wars story starring The Rock. Are you kidding me? And Vin Diesel. And then that's, that's a gazillion dollar movie right there, guys. It, it, yeah, it's just it, like we've always talked about, Fast and the Furious in space. That's exactly what it is. You guys, no, that's exactly you guys what it missed is. a tremendous opportunity yep, here. Yep. I don't think they're too far off. I still hold out hope that we will have Fast and the Furious in space. When they I actually, believe that that is a thing. When they well, actually I mean, we do make, have a car in space now, so it can't happen. The way they've been going, where they had the zombie cars in the last movie, yeah. it's going to be. Oh, for it's, sure. They fought a fucking submarine in the last one. No, Charlize Theron's going to somehow take over the world, and they're going to have to go into space, uh, dude, battle fuck. it out. To destroy she's, a satellite that she's using. I yeah. will buy a ticket right now Although, if that is what's happening. Interestingly enough, because they're actually superheroes in that movie, half of them died when Thanos did that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so getting back to anyway, you were reading some uh, of the comments. Yeah, Sorry, t- uh, Timothy Lira says the odd thing is that because of the Star Wars radio shows in the '80s, Perry King has a longer screen time than Ford. Uh, if it isn't on screen, I hear Perry King as Solo, not Ford. Oh. That's interesting because they did. Yeah, they, they used to do the radio shows. They had all the the audiobooks and dramas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The that were really really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in some cases, they got uh, some of the actors like Anthony Daniels and stuff to do well, voices I know that and John Lithgow Williams played Yoda. <laughs> in the radio plays That's so because weird. I think George Lucas heard him do a, a Yoda impression and he was like hey you want to do the radio play yeah I and can see that. <laughs> there it is there's the, there's the poster I, I am oh, my dreams no my hopes suit. my dreams just the bald guy in space no suit, I love it no yeah he doesn't I, need one no no he doesn't one. yeah no yeah. he can he can breathe yeah they all can actually in yeah. space well not Paul Walker <laughs> God damn it. Ouch. Too soon? I, I mean, I don't even think it's too soon. It's just foul, foul play. They can bring him back as a quirky droid. <laughs> Voiced by his brother, right? Am I right? Am I right? They, they, uh, you know what? They probably no, they could. Take, right. take that would be appropriate. Sorry, I was just trying to transition back to what you wanted to talk about. So, <laughs> so because that apparently is a, it's a rule now. Mm-hmm. It is a locked-in rule that to make a Star Wars movie, you have to have a quippy, quirky droid that everyone loves. Yep. So, Danny... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I I'm torn on L three. Uh, one, she was great comic relief. Um, the whole thing where Lando asks her, "Hey, do you need anything?" and she says, huh, "Equal rights." Um, I thought was hilarious. Um, the one thing I didn't like quite get was the big booty. Was the big booty? Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I saw you staring. <laughs> Hard to miss. It's a pretty big booty. It was. As I was watching, I was like, does that droid have a big ass? What is happening here? Why do you think Lando's so into it? Come on. 
Come on, wow. Know why I like L3. Wow. Okay. All right. Hello, this is my man. getting out of hand. <laughs> um, I didn't know this, and I thought this was kind of cute. Uh, L3's full like name is L337, mm-hmm. which if you speak Leet, I, I, I don't. means Leet. It's Leet speak. Uh, well, what? did I just get out nerded? What the hell? Holy shit. Um, no, I, so I, it, I feel like this has happened ever since probably, probably Rogue One. Um, Sean Hart says L3 was the most woke droid in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> this was. is true. This is very true. Hey, droid lives matter. Yeah, they do. Um, I, I, but I do feel like, cause, you know, obviously you've got, you've got R2 and then you go to BB8 and then they went to K2SO, who's the snarky, sarcastic droid that they reprogrammed. Yeah, but that's not fair. Is it? No, because Alan Tudyk already had experience playing a droid in another movie. <laughs> That's true. I did not murder him. But he wasn't snarky or sarcastic or lovable. He kind of was. He yeah, was he? Sunny. He was. was. Lovable. Yeah. He I, don't, I don't know about all that. He was lovable. I'd fuck him. I mean, wait, what? Whoa. I think you've watched iRobot a little too many times. Been, I've been reading too many articles about sex bots, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, so, but ever since that, I feel like all of these films have to have that exact same droid and it's like uh, did uh, yes she was fun it was a good comic relief but it was also kind of unnecessary it just didn't it's, feel it's I unnecessary don't know. but it lends to the a lot of people have been describing this movie as fun and i do think it was a lot of fun i agree and part of that is you know yes it's kind of a recycled trope but i whatever man bring yeah. bring on i know droids is so popular uh bring it back <laughs> droids yeah the, the cartoon yeah wow just bring it back no, but with all these you get christmas specials you don't need that shit bring it back but with all these new ones you know like that i think i think it could work i mean look i'm down to watch l3 and k2so have a sarcastic off <laughs> a snark off a snark off yeah but they're dead now so oh so. well you can always bring droids back can't you <laughs> no she's part of the millennium fucking computer now oh that's right that's yeah. right. I was waiting for her to like say something, but I was like, yeah, the ship doesn't do that. So, uh, that's so true. Davina Lira says one of my favorite parts of Solo was when Han and Chewie meet. You guys want to talk about that? I mean, mud wrestling is definitely a spectator sport. So, <laughs> I mean, it was odd that they were both wearing bikinis. Yeah, yeah but... it, it was a weird choice by Ron Howard, but uh, I mean, I dug it. I was yeah. into it. So they did change the canon a little bit for that, but I don't think it really. It's I, that's nothing to get upset about they kind of make it up though when they actually get to the spice mine yeah because they still address that they still address that yeah. where they where they free the wookie and that's not a euphemism um <laughs> free the wookie <laughs> i didn't know it was until now it's only for hairy guys really <laughs> but now now i want it to be now now it's my new favorite euphemism <laughs> hashtag free the wookie hashtag free the wookie wow Oh Jesus! Okay, um, but no, I did like I, I like I like their little their little uh, melee that they had down there. Um, watching Han speak uh, Wookish, <laughs> which was actually yeah, that was a great moment yeah. actually. Yeah, it was, and that that is that kind of lends itself to one of those really fun things because, like we said, like we were talking about the name, and I thought that was stupid. But knowing that Han and Chewie do kind of meet in a in a, a weird place, like they still incorporate the mind, but that's not where they meet in this one. Um, I didn't have any issue with that scene. I thought it was a fun scene. I thought it was a scene that it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel out of place. It felt right where it was like, okay, yeah, like that's. I can understand why they have 
this, you know, kind of unbreakable bond and why they go through adventures together. Like it just, it was a good, it was a good moment. And it was, I wished his name would have been as good as this Han meeting Chewie for the first time. Yeah. And just how he comes up with Chewie too. It's just like Chewbacca. Your name's Chewbacca. Yeah. I'm not going to call you that. It's way too long. Yeah, I actually, I didn't care for yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't no. care for the, that the either. The moments yeah. like that. So like his naming him and then the, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that every time. And then the, even the, I don't hate it as much as the name, but the, I've got a really good feeling about this. The front, the moment from the trailer yeah. that made you kind of hate him right from, yep, the, right from the get-go. Like, yep. no, if you are in Star Wars, you have a bad feeling about everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so getting back to the chat, uh, t- going back to the droids we were talking about, Tim Lehrer says, a morning show with L3 and C-3PO bitching about their men. <laughs> 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 oh my God, please make this happen. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, George, uh, again, I don't know if, how to say it's your last name. Lucas. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it is don't, not. Don't put that on this guy. <laughs> he has been having well thought out comments in this chat. Yes. Oh, it's well thought <laughs> out, then it's definitely don't, not Lucas. Don't fucking put Lucas on him like that. Uh, George Cazellus. Because if I'm saying, if I'm slaughtering that, let me know. But uh, he, says, right. he said, don't you guys want to see a Shadows of the Empire movie? And I, I'm going to let you know, George, when we came out of this, and I was talking about how I just didn't like this as a Han Solo movie. I said, if this guy was Dash Rendar. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. dude. Oh, my God. Yes. I would have been uh, completely on board. Yeah. No, I agree. I absolutely I mean, I know agree. he doesn't have the look from the story, but still, like, if it would have been anybody else, if it would have been a Shadows of the Empire storyline, I, mean, I would. Even Kyle Katarn would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd, I mean, I'd be interested. I would like to see some. Some Shadows of the Empire stuff. Yeah. Because there's a lot of material there. Yeah. That was never explored. But it's not canon anymore. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. Like, even if they wanted to go that route, we're now at a point where if we are going to go back and tell stories that are taking place during the original films, you got to stop. You, you can't have any of the characters from the original. Yeah. yeah. I As much as I thought Rogue One was, was good and a lot of fun, the... <laughs> <laughs> they, that movie should have ended when that card gets handed to Leia. Uh, my girlfriend said it should have just been from behind, yeah, and her saying hope or whatever the hell yeah, it was, right? But the moment they pan around and you see this pretty awful CG Leia, you're just like, no. Especially compared to the great Tarkin that we got to see was, through the whole thing. That was Tarkin was mostly in shadow the whole time. But that's but that's what I'm saying yeah. is like it was done so well yeah. and then you by the end of this film you just get this really yeah. awkward which, I I didn't care which for. Which I it. find weird because the internet was saying how awful Tarkin was and I was like are you insane? I thought they brought Peter Cushing back from the dead. <laughs> I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked and, and really good when too. When you have all that Disney money, you probably have access to a lot of science. Yeah, he just took yeah. him out of the freezer. <laughs> he, he was imagineered back to life. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh the wow. power of Disney! <laughs> they have all the Infinity Stones. Why not? Yeah, but anyway, to like to get into those stories, we would really need to be seeing other aspects of the rebellion that just don't feature. Maybe you mentioned stuff in passing, like yeah. of them. Um, and unfortunately, Shadows of the Empire stuff really did focus a lot on Luke and Leia yeah. you know, infiltrating the Empire right. and stuff like that. So I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, know I, I do think it. I do think that one of the things that uh, and I mentioned this before, but we can go into it a little bit is, you know, the lack of consequences in this movie because you're telling a story that we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that uh, I, for me. 
Rogue One, yes, we know that you know th- there were a lot of lives that were lost. But to see that story kind of play out and to see Star Wars and Disney really take it there and be like, no, they you're going to follow these characters and you're going to enjoy them and you're going to like them. But they do die. Like nobody makes it out. And I, to me, I was like, oh, that's a cool story that I'm okay with watching. Watching Solo, I know that nothing happens to Solo and Han, or to Solo Han <laughs> that happened to Chewie and Han. I'm using my words. Han, take, Han duo. Han duo. <laughs> Use take two. Um, yeah, you know that nothing happens to them. So when you've got the train heist and Chewie's about to hit the rock face first, it's like that's not thrilling because. They're going to be fine. Nothing. So, th- so then it's like you watch them go through this whole film and there's no consequences for anything that happens to them. Um, and I, and I feel like if Disney really wants to start telling good stories, they need to kind of branch out. I think that's something that makes Rebels and Clone Wars. That's what makes them so fun to watch and so unique to watch because these are characters you might not have been too familiar with, but then you get to learn a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I would like to point out, uh, other possible names. That our hero could have had, uh, he could be Han Solitary. <laughs> did you just look Han, Han Single? Did you Han just, singly? You you did. I did. You, I typed in you alone. Just looked synonyms. up for synonyms for yeah. alone. <laughs> Han Solace. Ooh, Han Solace would have been Han good. Solace. That's Han, good. Han unescorted. <laughs> Is that like Han, Django Unchained? Han, Han unaccompanied. <laughs> Han partnerless. Wow. Han companionless. And uh and Han by one's lonesome. Lonesome. <laughs> That's too wordy. It's it is. It's a mouthful. Wow. Good good thing that guy knew his th- thesaurus, huh? <laughs> it was it was just one of those like that's the word you picked. <laughs> alone. It sounds Han, the best. Not, not Han solo. Alone. <laughs> uh so uh Gary Horton said that he uh this is going back to when uh when harry met chewy um so he says that i think the way they meet in the movie was better than how they met in the book mm-hmm. so yeah i mean I, it's I think definitely it was good. I it's definitely it was a different I mean, dynamic if, if we're gonna put that the, the spice mine scene in the movie anyways why not just save it for there because they wanted to get chewy into the movie earlier yeah i guess all right you know let the wookie win um <laughs> can i just say uh i was in the bathroom when this scene came up and I missed it, and I was really mad that I missed it. But we finally get to see Chewbacca rip the arms off something. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I remember true. the the what he was just kind of like, I I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these arms. <laughs> it was a good scene. It was a really good scene. Uh, Davina says, uh, "What we absolutely don't need is a Boba Fett movie." You're, you're, and I, you could not be more right. Truer words. However, yeah. however, I have heard some pitches because of the the surprise cameo in this movie uh, of where those two might end up in a in a movie down the line. Um, so the the surprise cameo I'm talking about is obviously Darth Maul. Whoa! What? Whoa! Whoa! Fucking spoilers! When was I in the bathroom? The show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get we get robot legs, Darth Maul, um, and we find out that he's the leader of Crimson Dawn. Um, so the movie that they were kind of like throwing out there is that Boba Fett takes a job for Crimson Dawn, and it turns into almost like a, a, a buddy cop movie with Darth Maul and Boba Fett doing a job at least together. Uh, or... Is it going to be pen- penned by Sean, uh, Shane, Shane Black? Shane Black. Shane Black, yeah. yeah, directed by Shane yeah. Black. There's a kid involved. It's, a kid. Yep. Yeah. 
The kid is a force sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darth Maul will spend 90% of the movie not using his dual wielded lightsaber. Nope. <laughs> Fuck you, Shane Black. You ruined Iron Man. Uh, I, I, He's going to ruin Predator too. Yeah, he absolutely is. I don't want, I, I don't want a, um, a Boba Fett movie. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, we, I, Shadows of the Empire. Dude, come on. Like, do, do tell original stories. I don't care if they're canon or not. Well, like, I mean, I guess well, it, w- it would be an original story. It well, just would be. Yeah, but it character. won't be. But it won't be because. You might as well have Captain Phasma, the movie. Like, <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. He's such a useless character. Expanded universe stuff and putting it into the canon. Like, Thrawn is a comic book now, which is canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Han's backstory, which was all expanded universe stuff, is now canon. The way he met right. Chewie, the Spice Mines, his his uh, well, it's because they the Imperial Academy. They threw aside so much of that stuff. I mean, the expanded universe was so good and so detailed, so like so much better than the movies. And maybe that's blasphemy to say, but there was just so much more there. Mm-hmm. And for Disney to come in and be like, "Well, none of that counts." Yeah. Now I feel like they're having they're you know they have to refill all that stuff yeah, and said, create a new saying, universe. Oh, oops, we yeah. had a lot of stuff that we could pull. Yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't think they realize. Yeah, so they're recreating that universe with the stuff that was already there, but different. Yeah. Now they're yeah. just putting their Disney stamp on. No, this is our idea the whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. no. The, and that, I heard they're even going to bring in the Uzan Vong. So. <sighs> that's but that's so far down the. I know. Yeah. Anyways. Whatever. But yeah, no, I agree. We definitely do not need a Boba Fett movie. <laughs> that is, and I, I, I feel, I, I think, what? I hope that the the lack of money that Solo has made will make them kind of rethink their their Star Wars universe well, moving forward. This gives them the, the the balls to do an Obi Wan movie, and that's where we get the next Darth Maul. Well, here's my question. Okay, is if there is a Boba Fett movie, which Boba Fett are we getting here? Are we getting original, had his own voice Boba Fett, or are we getting no, we'll get- spe- special edition, we redubbed his voice with this other jerk because now he's a clone Boba Fett? <laughs> no, we're getting some more. Uh, can we just recast them all together, like Liam Neeson is Boba Fett, <laughs> oh, yes. and he just starts throat punching everyone? I will find you. <laughs> I had something, but it was taken from me. <laughs> I mean, he is a bounty hunter, so... <laughs> no, it makes sense. It I checks guess, out. I guess. Or he just pulls I off like the mask and he's, he's actually played by Dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> I don't know. He's also, he's also a terrible bounty or, hunter. Or Steven Seagal, right? He's not doing anything. It's just <laughs> I don't think they can make a Boba Fett costume big it's enough big for enough. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Yeah, they kind of ran out of Mandalorian material. No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. It's there's fine. There's no jetpack that'll pick him up you off just, the ground. <laughs> that's true. You just mocap that shit. <laughs> Although he'd still, he'd still be, he would look labored because of how Steven Seagal moves. Actually, no, it wouldn't work because you can't have Boba Fett run like a pussy, and that's how Steven Seagal runs. You can't have him doing this stuff. You, you also just can't have him be like, "Well, if you're gonna attack me, you gotta, you know, do this." Like he doesn't have any range of motion anymore. Uh, actually, Tim Lira says if they if they need a bounty hunter movie, they name drop Bosk in the they movie. Did drop na- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, and somebody else said I'd like to see an IG88 movie. Yeah, yeah, there, and that's the thing is like out again out all this stuff that you're like that's not canon. It's like well, but all of these bounty hunters are way more interesting than Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know everybody Maybe that's loves just him. The next one, it's bounty hunters. Yeah, which is fine. Just make it bounty hunters, and then give us everybody, and I'm I'm okay with that. Or what was the game that they were going to do, which was about the uh, like the underworld of Coruscant? It was like <laughs> Star Wars 
like, I want to say like nine ninety nine or something like that, or eleven ninety nine. And it was about like a level on Coruscant that's just strictly underworld, uh, shady dealings. Yeah, um, which is just Coruscant. Yeah, is, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Coruscant, uh, but this is like this is like the dark web of Coruscant. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The porn of Coruscant. <laughs> it's just Star Star Hookers. <laughs> just Chris Hansen showing up. <laughs> Have a seat. What, do you, what did you think you're doing here? Well, I, I just, I, oh, so you just uh, wanted to talk with death sticks? And... Why, do you, why do you have, yeah, why do you have death sticks and a, a bag full of lightsaber-shaped dildos? And it's Max Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my music career kind of fell apart. <laughs> wow. I don't know how we got here. From... I don't know how we got here either. <laughs> But we're ruining Star Wars. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's already ruined. <laughs> but but is Sean, it though? Is it? Sean Hart says Steven Seagal is... Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> Look, I kind of want to see that I'm a, now. I'm, you know what? I'm kind of on board. Let's do it. Actually, let's, let's stop talking it. about it because if for some reason I, I tag Steven Seagal in this video after the fact and he watches <laughs> it, we are definitely getting sued. He, well, I mean, or we've will got... come at you with that whatever he calls it martial no that's fine we can outrun him yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually i actually think uh, the three of us combined probably have just as much money as he does so i think we'll be okay yeah. we'll be uh, all right brad seller says evening fellas what's up brad we're talking about we're ruining star wars uh, so <laughs> so getting back to the movie um what what cuz we have shit on it quite a bit what worked what what was the stuff that was really good about this film sure um, like I had mentioned before, I actually think most of the characters surrounding Solo were really interesting. I liked Woody Harrelson, who I, he is a national treasure and he's great in almost everything that he does. Yeah. Uh, and he was, I mean, he was literally just Woody Harrelson being Woody Harrelson and that was perfect. Yeah. I was totally okay with that. Not, not Cheers Woody Harrelson, but everything after. Everything Woody after. Harrelson. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Natural Born Killers Woody Harrelson. More like, uh, White Man Can't Jump. Indecent Proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind but of no, zombie so, land, really. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little more zombie landish. Yeah, yeah. the only um, thing missing was Jesse Eisenberg. It would have been a great Han Solo, better than this guy. <laughs> nope, nope. Veto. Nope. In order to be a successful smuggler, you got to have rules. <laughs> Rule number one: buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> always double tap. Always, <laughs> always shoot first. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And always do the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. That's what Sean Hart says. What worked? Han shooting first. (laughs) (laughs) That always works. Um, So, yeah, all of those characters. I I really enjoyed uh, Donald Glover's Lando. Yes. I thought that that was a great example of how to have a balance of bringing enough originality to a role but then also paying homage to the person that originally did it where you know you've got this blend where it's like yeah he's got his own take on it but he also has all the same swagger and all the same kind of cadence that we like about lando where in however many years it is until we see him in empire you can see this guy growing up to be the guy that we meet on cloud city like that transition doesn't feel weird. And he's so you honestly, you want more of him. Like there's not enough because he's so good. And he actually brings out the best in Han when they interact. That was any, anytime they sit down in that card game or when they're talking on the ship, like yeah. unfortunately there's, there is not enough of them. 
interacting. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if this actually did take place, like, right before, it would make no sense because Han, old buddy, like, you guys barely knew each other. Yeah. So there right. would have to be time in between where they actually do other, go off on other missions or whatever, just hang out more. Yeah. And actually become friends because there's, the, there's so little of them together in this. Yeah. That the scene in cloud city when they meet again, if, if they had no further interactions than him winning the ship and that was it. Yeah. No, no, there's no way they would greet each other like that. Yeah. Betray him. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. No, there would be no Han old buddy. None of that stuff. And yeah. there would be no regrets for turning them over to the empire. No. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought he worked really, really well. Um, and uh, again, I think uh, all of their interactions were, were some of the best Han solo, you know, parts of the film for me. So um, I was telling Mike this on the way and they set it up in this movie perfectly where uh, Woody Harrelson's character keeps like lowering the percentage that Donald Glover gets. Um, mm. I was waiting for Lando to say a line like this deal's getting worse all the time. <laughs> yeah, they were they were too busy making lines like I got a really good feeling about this. Yeah. Did you guys notice that there was a there was a quip that Lando gave about like running a gas mining facility? I don't remember. Which is what Cloud City is. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel I like you were funny. you were paying attention a lot more than I was. <laughs> I was. I was taking this movie in, man. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. He had a stenographer sitting next to him, <laughs> dictating. Can you read that line back to me? It's for well, show purposes. I was in the bathroom, what I miss. <laughs> Apparently I missed Chewie ripping the arms off of somebody, but whatever. It's true. Yeah. Uh Davina Lira says, I would like to see a movie about the first Jedi. Oh, okay. Like Old Republic stuff or like yeah. the very, very first Jedi? Yeah, like the very first. Oh, wow. Yeah, not the last Jedi. The, the, <laughs> the first. The first. <laughs> yes, okay. Could they call it that without everyone just assuming it has something to do with the last Jedi? <laughs> the first Jedi. It would be, be stupid, something stupid like the Jedi Rise or the Jedi Begins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it would. But honestly, fuck the Jedi. <laughs> wow. Yep. That's no. how I feel. Why? I just rewatched Rebels, and it—they're uh, too dogmatic, man. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I just—but they I, got laser swords, guys. Nope. Don't care. Don't I also—I just rewatched the Clone Wars, and then, and I—I I, fuck them. I hate the Jedi. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, question to you: So, what? What? You, what did you think worked about Solo? Um, stuff. No, I did like specific for for it being an action adventure film. I I actually think it succeeded all the way through on that front. Again, I think this is a well made movie. I, I my complaint is just the Han Solo aspect of it. Anything mm-hmm. else, like you said, even calling it smugglers, you know, yeah, or f- fast and f- <laughs> no. no? <laughs> The Fast and Hawniest? Nope. The Fast Han and the Star Wars. Han and Chewiest. There you go. Han and Chewiest. Han and Chewiest. Wow. Works. Does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It just still doesn't. But yeah, I don't think that works at all. <laughs> but it's, uh, like I said, it, I thought that the movie was entertaining in that regard. So yeah. there were a lot of elements to it um, that are that way. I mean, it was nice to see, like, the vision show up and not be a bitch. Um <laughs> You know, it was it was it was nice to see Daenerys show up and have only like one name, um, four letters. Yeah, Kira, daughter of whoever, betrayer of Han, mother of falcons, mother of falcons, 
breaker of chains. Betrayer of Han. <laughs> I, I want to see someone put that into a clip of Game of Thrones I, I now. I, I do. Just, just someone reading off that name. I really, I really do. Wait, Mike, I think we have a new project. Defiler of Terminator films. <laughs> Betrayer of Han. It's great. Uh, Runner of Kessel. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie says, uh, laugh my ass off, straight up fuck the Jedi. <laughs> you guys are on the same page there. Yep, no. I got feelings, girl. I got feelings. Fuck the Jedi with, with that lightsaber dildo. That's, that's right. Um, Matt Avila says, even in a new studio, Danny can't get camera time. <laughs> I, I would get camera time all the time in the old studio, so mm-hmm. I'm just... Yeah. Not at the main table. Well, this is yeah. for you guys. He got, he, got camera, he got camera time. He yeah. was just in another room. Yeah, yeah. I, have to, I have to run the show, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm not running the show right now. I'm hey, learning But you're doing great, by but the way. Yeah, no, Thank really, you. really solid work. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought uh, I, I, the ensemble piece, we've kind of addressed this already. Mm-hmm. I do wish that we had spent a little more time with some of the ensemble characters because I feel like as soon as we got to, to meet some of those characters... They died. Yes. Uh, like you said. So, uh, Tandy Newton's character, kind of interesting. She dies. Uh, the pilot dies. Um, the droid. L3. Di- dies. Like, <laughs> like, just right away. Yeah. Almost. Like, dies. You know? But then even after that, Lando, who we really like. Dies. Oh, wait. No. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Leaves. <laughs> yeah. He just, le- he just, he's like, nope, you fucked my ship up. I'm out. No. And then leaves. Although, Hey, that's a considering who he was. I felt like that was the most genuine moment in the movie. <laughs> See that ship over there? We got tons of guys. Wait, where's it going? Where's it going? Where's it going? <laughs> yeah. Now, did you see the the kind of twist thing that they were trying to throw in with the with the raiders? Uh, the where where they ended nest. up being the not the bad guys? Yeah. Did you see that coming? Uh, no, not really. Where she pulled off the mask and it was Maya Rudolph under there or whatever. <laughs> but was, a young it was, it was Maya Morgan Rudolph. Freeman's, uh, <laughs> female clone? Yes. Um, no, actually, that was one of the, that was one of the only ones I didn't really see coming. What I, what I thought it was going to be, what I, I thought it was going to be, uh, Kira under the mask. Because oh, the way okay. they pitched her voice, you could kind of yeah. tell it was feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those weird things where it was like, yeah, you guys got a cause and everything, but you still you still killed Tandy Newton, <laughs> so and Rio, yeah, so you're you're still kind of dicks. <laughs> the Jedi it's, way, bro. No, but I mean it is very much Fast and the Furious in that way, where yeah. you know Jason Statham's like, no, I was forced to kill Han. You don't remember, were, were you? Yeah, you, you know, remember the guy that everybody loved that you killed that yeah. we all just forgot because. But I rescued your baby, so we're cool now, right? So we're cool now, right, bro? I'm one of the good guys. <laughs> I'm on the team. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was very. It was very well, technically very if you similar wanted, to that regard. Yeah, it was. If you guys want to get specific, Infant Ness was not responsible for Tenny Newton's death. Uh, it was it was the uh, the viper droids, but their interruption yes. of the heist yes. Yes. caused everything to go sideways. Yes, yes. So. If they were really trying to be the good guys, they could have waited until the heist was over, and then followed them to wherever they were going. Which actually, makes and, a lot more sense than trying to jack mid mid hijack mid jacking. Yeah, <laughs> I got a great idea, guys. They're going to be in the middle of a hijack, and we're going to hijack their hijack. Huh? This is but like while they're doing plan. it. Uh, what if we waited till they got it? No, no, and then no, no, you no. shut your mouth. That's a stupid idea. I'm Infus Ness. <laughs> this is how we do things. 
Yeah, because that you know, caused Charlie. You're sitting this one out. <laughs> yeah, because that got casualties on both sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so stupid. Yeah, it, was a, it was a dumb plan. It was a dumb, the, the, and what's funny is they do the right plan the next time we meet them. Yeah. Where they're like, "Hey guys, they're gonna go to this place. Should we? we you know what, Charlie? You're back on the team. We're gonna. You, you can go ahead. What, what was your idea from the last? <laughs> oh, meet them there. Got it. Okay. Good idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> And speaking of the plan at the end, um, how is it a? Did she triple cross? Did quadruple cross? Oh, I fucking lost track. Daenerys and her like, hang on, hang on. like it was let like me, me I'm, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Wait, now I'm for me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Well, Daenerys, that, and that... she's one of the faceless men. You have no idea. <laughs> but that whole scene, like. I get what they were trying to do, but it was so, it was such in like a rapid succession and it all no. just kind of was like, it was like one a, after the other that it was yeah, just like was, this whirlwind of shit. It was, it was done in like the way you would see it on like a sitcom. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody, Did I do that? <laughs> like it's just, it was so, so quickly back and forth as she switched sides and you know, and I get it like, yes, the, she was really she did care about Han the whole time, but you know, push comes to shove, out for number one. I'm out for Solo. <laughs> no. Oh, does somebody already have that name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 they gave it to you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I told them no. My name is just Kira when they asked. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Kira Single. <laughs> no? Kira unaccompanied. <laughs> Kira Solitary. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's so dumb. Actually, Kira Solis sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, that, that one's not I'm bad. on board with that one. Kira Solis. Even Han Solis doesn't sound terrible, yeah. but if it was given to him in the same way, yeah. I don't care what word came out of that guy's mouth. It's, it was just dumb. Anything that was alone. It, the only way that scene would have worked is if he would have went, you're alone, huh? All right. Han alone. <laughs> <laughs> That, then I would have been like, fair play, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> that would have like, been way better. Alone? That sounds terrible. Let's just go with Solo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are literally fixing the movie right now. Oh, Sean Hart. Have that Imperial I'm like, Solo, that's amazing. You're so much better at this than I am. You're in. Uh, Sean Hart says, I think X-Force survived longer than the heist team. <laughs> That's so wrong. It's kind of true, though. It's kind of true. Touche. Tanny Newton's name in basic is Sugar Bear. So. Yeah. X-Force. <laughs> X-Force. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. The, again, I think there was a lot of good points to the film, but there's also a lot of dumb things. But you could say that about any movie, really. No, of course you can. And and look, I, I as much as I didn't care for a lot of things in the film, because I, I generally didn't like it, but to say that it was... <laughs> uh-oh. I mean, generally it was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, there there were things to enjoy. There there were a lot of parts where I was like, oh, if if it was just a movie about this, I I would absolutely enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. Yeah. So now, because you're a big fan of the Clone Wars, and do you watch Rebels? I haven't. I haven't watched Rebels yet. 
I've been meaning to because I I like a lot of those characters already. But D- Danny, I haven't, I haven't watched uh, I've I follow Rebels. I haven't seen every episode, but every episode that I miss, I kind of just like catch up on. Do you watch? Do you watch Clone Wars? I watched Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've, watched so, Clone, I've watched Clone Wars all the way through twice. So then, were did do both of you have a owner uh, when? Oh hell yeah! When Maul shows up, oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, I did. And I, I I knew as soon as I saw like when the hologram first comes up and you see Kira talking to whoever it is. And you see the robot legs. I'm like, oh, those look like just like uh, Maul's legs do. <laughs> and then when they reveal it's Maul, it's like, oh my god, it's fucking Darth Maul. Yeah, it it uh, it was one of those things where like, yes, I got a huge noner because it was like, oh shit, the the robot legs Maul. Uh, but then it was also like, why didn't you just make this a point of like, why wasn't this just a bigger deal to begin with? Like, I get that, like, yes, it's supposed to be a spoiler, and like the Crimson Tide is now run by Darth Maul. I get all of that, but it's like. That wasn't a focal point of the film to begin with, so it just felt very thrown in. And then especially like after the whirlwind of betrayal that just happened in that room, it was like it was almost really hard to be excited about it because I was still just like, Wait, what what's going on? <laughs> what's correct? But I mean it kind of makes sense that everybody would like kind of fear oh, yeah. Dawn because oh, for sure. the leader of it is a Sith Lord. Yeah, for sure. And that that made a lot more sense. It just it was well, like half one anyway. Half <laughs> Um, you can't even reproduce. But it's so. but it's also one of those things too, where it's like they it, they they want Kira to be important, but we're not gonna get a Kira solo film. So well, no, they're not married. Wait, Kira solo? <laughs> I'm sorry, Kira Solace is not gonna get her own film. It's it's Kira solo Solace. They, they hyphenated. <laughs> they hyphenated. That that makes sense. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> But when you, when you put two solos together, they're just a deuce. <laughs> Which is what this movie was, according to Whoa. Jeffrey. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa, I don't think I said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I don't think it, I said it, that. Maybe it, not in... it sounded that way. Did it? It did. Right. You were just like, I, I mean, I know I talked a lot of shit about this movie. It's only because I hate it. Like, this, <laughs> essentially what you said. Yeah. Uh, you know the character that I really would like to have learned more about uh, is Paul Bettany's character. Yes, yeah. because I found his whatever species he was supposed to be really interesting. Like mm. when he got angry, he kind of like almost went like Hulk smash, and then like the the, the red lines in his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Face. yeah. I, I wonder if that was like if that was like biological or if that was like a wound that like he like fucked up with Crimson Dawn so much that like just they scarred him up. Yeah, I don't know, but he definitely probably could have used a mantis to calm him the fuck yeah. down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He definitely had some rage issues. He, he did, have, but issues. you know what? He was all, I also liked his little calm and collected kind of thing where, like, anytime someone came in, like, he would just, just stab super, someone and super then just, cheerful. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. He, like, literally, when they, when we first meet him and, and the, the assistant is like, oh, he's having a meeting with the mayor. And he just like, the first thing we see is him just stabbing him through the heart. And then he just grabs a dry martini and just drink. I was like, this is the most British villain ever. <laughs> yeah. Dryden Voss. Yeah. yeah. Dryden. Yeah. I did think he was very interesting as a character. And, and it was one of those. Would you say he was the most interesting man in, <laughs> in the galaxy? He, d- well, he damn sure not, tried to be. He wasn't drinking Dos Equis, so no. <laughs> Um, no, but I, again, he was a character that we don't get to see enough, uh, much like a lot of the characters that we like a lot in this film. Um, but I, I would have liked to have seen more of him. 
uh, and to see a little bit more about like who he is, what his species are, where he got a lot of the stuff that we see, how fuck, even how he rose to power would have been. Yeah. And obviously you can't fit all of that in this film, but he was interesting enough to me to where I was like, I'd like to know more. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he got the, the knives he had, those little half lightsaber knives. I'm pretty sure he got that from uh, Maul. Yeah. Maul, yeah. Which is funny. When those showed up, when they made their first appearance, I was like, oh, okay. So that's they, how we get a lightsaber uh, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> you got to have your lightsaber sort of duel in yeah. this movie as a nod. And uh, even though I, I was hoping it was never going to go that way, but that fight felt very... Jedi. It, it did. Yeah. It felt very Jedi. No, yeah. I agree. Which is fine. I mean, that's cool. And then but, another way, it's like uh, when Maul shows his lightsaber, it's like, really? Do we really need a lightsaber that bad in this movie that Maul just has to turn his on to intimidate <laughs> Kira? Yeah, it's like she's already on board, bro. Yeah. Well, dude, he's on the robot legs. Of course he has to. <laughs> and like they show that like he's got his like upgraded one with the new hilts, and that, yeah. that was cool that they yeah. that they would bring that in from. Uh, no, I, look. Don't get me wrong. Was, like I I loved it. It just it. Like, did we need it? No. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely like, well, here's something for you to enjoy. <laughs> Tiny hat. And now here's, and now here's Maul. Do we, do we <laughs> now know? Now here's Maul. <laughs> do we know, uh, did Ray Park, uh, play uh, Ray him? Ray Park did, like, uh, cause it was all hologram, so it was, pr- I'm pretty sure it was all CG, but it was Ray Park's face and body. It was Sam Witwer actually doing the voice. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Ray Park, yeah. Ray Park never did the voice. No, he did not. It was like he yeah. six, the can of helium. <laughs> Yeah, because he like Ray Park is very, very British sounding. Yes, you know, and that's so that you wouldn't, you can't have that. Apparently, yeah. uh, Jedi cannot sound. Hey, what's all this then? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you phoned me. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, he's dead. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. <laughs> At last, we will have revenge. Does All right, it, well, just bring your ass here. Just doesn't have the same. It level really doesn't. Of it really intimidation. <laughs> and no, make no, sure no. you bring me a coffee no, no, when no. you show up, Kira. I've been thirsty for four days. No, 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 Ray. It's it's great. It's great. Keep going. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get somebody else. Right? We're gonna fix that. What's post. James doing? Oh, he's still doing Vader. Yeah. Get that get that white kid from that uh, that vampire show. He'll be great. It's even like when you see, have you seen the clips of uh, of Vader before? Oh yeah, with Ray Prowse doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. And it does. It sounds it, it sounds like it sounds ridiculous. It sounds like. Uh, um, what's his name? Rick Moranis doing Darth Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but with a British accent. But with a British accent. <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Why has nobody taken Dark Helmet's lines and put them over Darth Vader's? Uh, I'm sure they did. Because Matt Jack, who's a, this YouTuber, he's done stuff with uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, he's I've done, seen I've seen the Sam Jackson I've seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger I've never seen Dark yeah Helmet. I don't I don't think I've seen the no, that and if it does that should happen if it doesn't ha- if it doesn't already exist I'm gonna make it happen it's on board <laughs> it's on board you've already made some great Darth Vader videos already so yeah hang on twat twat someone bring me a coffee <laughs> anyway <laughs> I'm Jeff Vader what. Uh, so Sean R said, maybe Darth Maul made a brisket and was just heading off to slice it. <laughs> that would that would that would make sense if it was Ray Park. That would absolutely happen. Hang on, I got a brisket in the oven. Just, just gonna get taken out. No, you stay there. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I had this. Wow. Well, Do you know what happens to a Sith when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel as though Palpatine needs to be saying that. Oh, jeez. We are single-handedly ruining Star Wars. That's how we do. Just 
do you know what happens to a Sith when it's struck <laughs> by lightning? Good. Good. Yeah. I don't know. Well, are you talking regular lightning or force lightning? There's a difference. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but there's two types of lightning. <laughs> One's really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, one comes from the ground. And the other one comes from your hands, like sparkles. <laughs> oh, it's all science. It's all true. Watch out, his hands sparkle. <laughs> Okay. You're just going to British every character in Star Wars. <laughs> well, I think it's thunder. Uh, Tim Lira Tim says, turning on lightsabers is how Force users say, capiche? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that really is that it moment. Is. That is that moment. No, you're doing that. It's like, you're going to do this, it's, capiche. Do <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I made her an offer. She couldn't refuse. <laughs> hey, but you should turn the lightsaber on, though. She won't know unless you turn the lightsaber on. Now, now they're no longer British. Now they're <laughs> now they're mafia. Now they're mafiosos. Oh my god! I, I, I actually like that better. I do. Yo, Wendell Emperor Saltine. You know, at last we will have our revenge. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. I hope your first child is a masculine <laughs> child. You will name him. Ben Solo. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I can't. This is this is the most ridiculous thing. I don't know how we got here, but I'm fucking glad we did. Wow. Oh, thank you, Timothy. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I see. So anyway. I see a new Star Wars dubbing coming on. Gangsters, a Star Wars Gangsters, story. Gangsters, a Star Wars story. Just about Jabba. Yeah, now I just want Jabba to speak with that accent. Oh, can you imagine? Han, me bookie. Come here. Hey, hey, no Jabba, no Bada, all right? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, hey, yo, Leia, come here, come here. I'm going to give you a kiss. Get over here. God. Don't walk away from me. Anyway. Anyways, so, that's why a solo a Star Wars story yeah, isn't a good movie. Those <laughs> are those are the things that we loved about Solo. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, crying so, over here. So, Danny, what were the what were the things that you thought really worked in the movie? Um, Jesus, because obviously, um, I mean, you 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 liked it more than Derek. Yeah, I did. Um, I actually uh, the the building of Han and Chewie's friendship. I liked that. I loved Lando. Uh, yeah, I thought when they did the Dutch rudder, that was a little weird. But yeah, the uh, the shower scene threw me off a little yeah, bit. It was a little shower. too little too shape of water for me. Well, Just I, I think even <laughs> Alden Rudin, whatever his name is, yeah, he even threw that in the movie. We couldn't do this at a different time, maybe. That <laughs> was that was a funny little moment. I thought, yeah, uh, when Lando's teaching Chewie how to play the chess game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That, that was a good was moment. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Between him and Lando, those two really kind of stole the movie. It wasn't he. I thought. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was Woody Harrelson that was teaching the Wookiee at a play. It was. was, it, was it, <clears> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Then Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah. Lando was too busy complaining about someone else flying his ship or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And then when, uh, like, she uses uh, Lando's cape to put out the fire, and Lando freaks out. Yeah. Actually, his cape collection. <laughs> That was really funny. <laughs> Fabulous. And she was just wearing the cape. Yeah. It's like, she's like, he's got a whole collection of them. <laughs> because yeah, Lando like, is um, fabulous. I like uh, that. One other thing, and this was like a really slight nod, but you see Lando's disguise from uh, Return of the Jedi. 
Oh, oh yeah. yes. Harrelson wears that when they go to the spice mines. Yes, I thought that was a good nod. Yeah, I liked that. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what did you so uh, what did you guys think of the uh of the Kessel run? Just just in general because you got to remember well, like I I honestly I find it hard to believe they did that in under 12 parsecs. <laughs> Uh, no, because well, honestly, it was only this is under twelve if you round down. So. But this is one of those things that like is a staple of yeah. who Han is. He's been I, bragging about so this thing that he's done pretty much actually, his entire life. I actually was talking to Danny about this beforehand and because it's one of those weird things in the in the Star Wars canon where it's it's wrong. Yeah. What he says, but then they they tried to like argue. People have argued it, and they're like, "Well, no, actually, uh, because they used the wormhole, and so he actually did do it in under less." distance than time it's like shut up nerd <laughs> but, but for me it's one of those things where i i feel like han is an idiot okay and <laughs> and when when luke kind of challenged his ship he just threw that out there to be like hey, hey, hey this this is the ship that did it in under 12 parsecs okay yeah so and luke didn't challenge it luke wasn't like well technically <laughs> well, actually, um, I'm a pilot, and this this is what I love because Mike thinks it's all on Han. I'm just like, no, it's just George Lucas being a fucking idiot. Well, yeah, yeah. And writing yeah, it that, yeah. Way. that that no. makes that makes a lot more sense actually. Yeah. But to me, it's always been that way where Han just threw that out there, mm-hmm. and yeah. like he's he's a little bit ignorant because George Lucas is ignorant most likely. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I for me, I never needed to see the Kessel Run. Yeah. And so I liked the train heist aspect of it the castle run for me is like yeah whatever it i didn't need to see that ever in my life and i don't feel like um my solo viewing experience was improved by seeing it yeah okay i i agree with you it was one of those things that like you know it was kind of a throwaway line that they have now since blown out of proportion i feel like and i i actually think keeping that shrouded in mystery of no, this is his claim to fame, and nobody can prove it or disprove it. Yeah. Uh, to me, I think that it speaks more to who Solo actually is versus them trying to recreate the run. Um, it, it just felt kind of like, oh, well, I don't know if I'd brag about that for 40 years, but good on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, so Danny, your thoughts on that? Uh, the Kessel Run? Um... He loved it. I can already I, tell. I, I honestly, it, it makes no difference to me because it is it is a throwaway line from A New Hope, and like you said, it doesn't make or break the movie for me. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is they're actually they're making another sort of origin Stop. story for Luke, and it's about when he used to bullseye womp rats <laughs> in his T sixteen back home. We're actually just gonna like it's gonna be two hours of us just getting to see that. Just learning how he becomes a sniper with his. Yeah. And like in uh, the time that he was going to go uh, get those power converters. Yeah. We're actually going to see when he did go get those power oh. converters. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you have to you have to say it right. Power converters. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this is a time when he got to. So he's not whining. Oh, right. Because <laughs> he's like, I, you know, those power converters. Totes got him. That's that's how they talk back then. <laughs> that's how they talk on tats. Tween. Yeah. Tats. tats, tats. That's that's they call it tats. They call it tats. tats for short. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I I didn't need that. I thought that the secondary objective that they got that mission they were given could have been done something else. It didn't have to be the Kessel Run, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, for fans of the franchise, people who have fixated on that that phrase for all that time, yeah, probably enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, they don't and, really show you how he did it. Like they know the 
like they dripped whatever the hyperspace field directly into whatever, and that's how they made the ship faster. But they don't really show you how you how we did it in under twelve parsecs. Yeah. So I feel as though like including that the Kessel Run in the film is just like, oh yeah, he did do that because they don't show you how because he warped time space. <laughs> yeah, something, something. Or, or something. I yeah, don't know. So they went back in time, and that is why he is Luke's father. Wait. <laughs> no, no, that's not correct. Is that not right? He no. became Voldemort. <laughs> yes. Yes. For a little bit. For and then yeah. uh, Sean Hart says, I'd like to know what the power converters were being used for. He's got to power those love bots. Yeah. Yep. Big, big ass love bots. <laughs> big ass. <laughs> Hello, what have we here? Hello, what have we here? Hey, baby, it's me, Lando. <laughs> Want some cold malt liquor? <laughs> Droids don't drink that. I don't know why we just made Lando the sleaziest guy in the universe. He owns a collection of pimp capes. All he's missing is like platform shoes and a cane. I will say that is something that I always forget is how goddamn smooth he is in Empire. Because the minute he shows up, he's like, ha, I'm good, but... And what have we... Just no... Doesn't even care why they're there. As soon as he sees Leia, he's like, I'm going to hit that. (laughs) He's just... Little known fact, he was actually looking at Chewbacca, but that's besides <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he, hadn't, he hadn't seen him in years. Chewbacca. Yeah. What is with Billy D. Williams and his inability to use the short vowel A? <laughs> actually, what we knowing about Lando, what we know now, he was probably looking at R2-D2 or C-3PO. Yeah, it's probably C-3PO. <laughs> what have we? Yeah, yeah, and Leia was like, oh, is it me? And he's like, well, all right, fine, I'll go with this. Although it's not, it's not 3PO. We, we see him dismiss 3PO, and that when we all know it's because 3PO is too thin. <laughs> doesn't doesn't have the backside. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So R R two's a little bit more rounded out. I think. Yeah. Clearly, look at it. R two D two. Yeah. Imagine if he met BB eight. Or, or or this is even even ours. weirder. Okay. He was looking at the millennial uh, the millennial Falcon the millennium Falcon. <laughs> he was looking at the millennium Falcon because his his love bot mm. is now in that ship. Yep. And, and that's and that's why his. Uh, his mechanics were having so many problems. It's because Lando was down there fucking the thing. <laughs> gives the, it Open gives, that fuel port, baby. Gives em- it right up. Gives Empire a whole new twist. Wow. I can never watch that movie the same now. Thank you. You have, Hey, you're welcome. I feel like we've officially ruined Star Wars for everyone uh, on this show. Then we've done our job. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tim Lear says you guys need to listen to the Star Wars radio dramas. It fills in all the gaps like Luke uh, selling his land speeder and much, much more. And I've heard some of them. I haven't heard all of them, but they, they do a really good job with those. So, in fact, anybody who's looking for additional filler, uh, again, featuring some of the original voice cast. I know Billy we did, did Williams did some. Dill Williams. Billy D. Williams did the voice of Lando. Billy D. Williams, you know. Uh, you did have Anthony Daniels doing C-3PO yeah. on a lot of those. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're very well done. <laughs> it's audio, damn it. <laughs> beep, boop, 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 beep. <laughs> yes. It's actually Michael Winslow. Uh, <laughs> Got the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. <laughs> now, now I want it to happen. Something greater than the radar, sir. <laughs> you don't need that private. We're right here. Something greater than the radar, sir. Jammed. <laughs> do we uh, do we need a, a sequel to Spaceballs? Uh, I've heard that. I've heard them talking about that for a while. I thought I thought that was like they were actually going to do it. Work. 
I don't. Is it called the search for more money? Because it should be. That, no, I think I thought it was. I thought that was an actual thing that was happening. But you know. can't trust the internet for shit. No, so. you can't. Yeah. That's Helmet. Spaceball story. I mean, and also like it, Rick Moranis would have to come back. Yeah. And like I, I will refuse to watch. Although it. they did, they did get him to, to lend his voice. Yeah. To which didn't really sound a whole lot like him, but it. Uh, they did get him to lend his voice to that episode of the Goldbergs. Yep. Voicing Dark Helmet. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but the only problem would be, who do you get to replace John Candy? Oh. I um, vote Nick Frost. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could. He looked the part, guy. but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he could do. Then you'd have to have someone else voicing him. Yeah, and that's weird. Because then again, now we're just so, making spaceballs British, yeah. <laughs> like we just did Star Wars. You get Simon Pegg to play Lone Star. Lone that's Star? <laughs> <laughs> and Kristen Wiig to play. Uh, yeah, and Dr. then it Trish. and then it just becomes you know another episode of Shaun of the Dead, but in space. Sean Hart wants to know if there's one if there's an episode of the radio dramas where Owen programs his moisture evaporators. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do. Oh, see him G- Gary Horton says the guy, the dude. He, this is exact line is the dude from King of Queens. <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. Kevin James. As, as, as Barf. Yeah, yeah. He's that or or Jack Black. Oh, I would like Jack Black to do it. I think he could probably do it. Actually, I think Jack Black could probably could do pull it. it off. Yeah, I think he could. I, I think uh, as much as I know, you don't like Jack Black. Um, he has his moments, though. Yeah, I, and I, I, think, I did like him in Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this would be one of those roles where he'd be a little bit more subdued. There wouldn't be as much Jack Black because he'd be. I think he's good when he's got to pay homage to someone else. So I, I think that'd be a good casting. I'd be okay with and that. Actually, he has a thing with. Uh... Mel Brooks already. He came out when they were doing this honor for Mel Brooks, and he did the Men in Tights song. Uh, oh, he, did he really? Oh, yeah. And he, he nailed it. Oh, I could see him doing that. I, I could be okay with this. All right. Well, um, in uh, we're, we're getting near the end, so tell us in your own words. Yes. My hopes, my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just your, kind of a wrap-up on Solo. Sure. Uh, I think in general, it was okay. Uh, I don't think it was a necessary film. Uh, it just felt very, I don't know. It just felt like a movie we, we needed. Uh, we jo- didn't need. Sorry, sorry. Jojo says she would throw herself off a cliff if Kevin James played Barf. <laughs> fair. <laughs> totally fair. Um, no, I, I, Paul Barf, mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, please stop. Them. It'd be about their kids, right? Please, please it? stop. Yeah. <laughs> Spaceballs, Grown Ups, starring Adam Sandler, Chris Rock. Yeah, if you do a sequel to Spaceballs, I really feel like you would just have to do all new characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would. You know. You, you wouldn't be able to keep all. And honestly, there, there have been so many Star Wars films since the time that they made Spaceballs that that's actually very doable. Uh, I, I think you could probably do it where it is the search for more money and you just take on a bunch of new characters that you're making fun of in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I, I feel like that's very possible and very easy to do. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, the only way to do it. Yeah. So I, I think overall it wasn't a good solo film. Uh, I think it was just a good kind of heist oh, film in general. Hang on. Do you mean solo standalone or do you mean solo <laughs> Han? Okay. All right. Han, I, Han singular. These, these Han. <laughs> these synonyms are getting out of control, goddammit. <laughs> Han singly. Han. Okay, look, it was not a good 
Han Solis movie. Han unescorted movie. Yes. Han unescorted. Han unaccompanied. <laughs> it was a good Kira Solis movie. Uh, no, I think in general, yes, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of things to enjoy about the movie. There are. But is it a good Han Solo Star Wars story movie? No. Do I think it was a necessary film? Absolutely not. And it's not really anything I felt I needed to see. Yeah. Do you think part of the problem that it didn't do well uh, is because of the fact that they released it, I don't know, six months before they should have? Because remember, we're just coming off of Last Jedi, which was released in December. Normally, they've been giving these movies oh, right. a, they give a, them a year full in between. Year. Yeah. And this, they were like, nah, nah, let's, you know, hey, you know when Infinity War's coming out and the Deadpool's coming out right after that? Let's do it then. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of a Star Wars Jade uh, thing kind of going on here, too, especially because that's just not a story that I really think interests. I've always maintained hold that. Up, hold up. Would you call that a Mara Jade? Uh, I don't get it. Expanded universe. No, I want his mic cut off right now. Yeah, please. <laughs> Elvin, take over. Um, <laughs> no, I think, um, it, it, it's, uh, I, I lost my, oh, okay. I remember what I was going to say. Uh, when we meet Harrison Ford as Han Solo. You've met Harrison Ford? I have. He's a joy. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, so when, when we meet him in A New Hope, I feel like within the first, Minute and a half of meeting him, I know everything I need to know about Han Solo. And then everything else that we see from A New Hope to Empire Strikes Back, I, I, I learn everything that I need to know about this character. To the point where I don't need to know how he got there. I don't need to know how he became who he is. I know exactly who this guy is. I know what his motivations are. I know he's the hero with the heart of gold. Or the the uh, scoundrel with the heart of the gold. Hooker like, with the hooker with Oh, he's the, the Yeah, no. Well, he could be. He does things for money. Um yeah, so to me, it just felt like I don't need to know any more. Like, I've already got everything that I need. So, yeah. uh, Gary Horton says, I think the hate for The Last Jedi didn't help. And I think he's yeah, right there. I agree. There was yeah. a lot of people that hated that movie. Yeah. Uh, we were not those people. We were not. We, we stood like everybody else. We're on the opposite side of the yeah, solo thing. So weird. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually walked away really enjoying it. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I think the divisiveness of The Last Jedi kind of made, it put a lot of people on edge of like, oh, well, no, maybe they can't make a good Star Wars movie. And then it's like a solo story and people are like, well, do I really want to see this? And, and yeah, so I think there's a little bit of a mistrust going on there okay. uh, when it comes to Disney and Star Wars. All right, Danny, your, um, your clo- up, closing I, remarks. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I don't get... All the negativity that is thrown at it. Um, Where do you uh, rate it in your like Star Wars fandom? In my fandom, probably seven point five or an eight out of ten. Wow, it's up there. I okay. feel like it's, I mean, it's a no empire. I meant like it, it, sorry, it was a loaded question. Uh, let me rephrase it. So, uh, the Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. uh, great Star Wars movie or greatest Star Wars movie? Wow. Uh, I am quitting. Are those my only two options? (laughs) Obviously. Wow. (laughs) I have seen... Sorry, sorry. Revenge of the Sith. Great Star Wars movie. I am not even kidding you, though. I have seen... Allow me to respond to that in the following way. I don't like sand. (laughs) I have actually seen people make their Star Wars list since this movie came out, and I, I don't think people know how Star Wars works, because... Some of those prequels are, are you, way too fucking high on their list. Are you trying to say that's not how the force works? I'm ex- that's exactly what I'm saying. That's not how it works. 
Yeah, there there are some people that are like, no, Phantom Menace number two, and I'm like, you haven't watched it in years. Just admit it. Look, I uh, that movie gets so much hate, I think, because of Jar Jar, and he never bothered me in that movie. I thought the Phantom Menace was good, and maybe it was just me coming off of the I haven't had a Star Wars movie in forever. And for me, to be honest, if you don't count, and I don't, the special editions, <laughs> that was my first Star Wars in a theater. Like that oh, was my, yeah. that was my first waiting in line to go see it at midnight yeah. and all the hype and everything. And I was not disappointed with the Phantom Menace. And, and look, I will tell you that, uh, I loved all three of them when they came out for that reason, because I, that, that was yeah. my generation. Obviously, you know, there's a huge difference between that and then, you know, the Force Awakens and, and what they're doing now. But I agree with you because I was there. Phantom Menace. I was there. Attack of the Clones. I was there for Revenge of the Sith. And like we did the whole thing where, you know, we watched the first two and then went down to the theater. And so, yeah, it, it, you know, I get that. But now in retrospect, they're fucking terrible films. I mean, I haven't, I've honestly. Once the hype wears off. I yeah, once the hype wears off. I haven't rewatched Phantom Menace in a long time. Uh, for whatever reason, I own Attack of the Clones, <laughs> and even that, I haven't watched it. Like I've watched it somewhat recently, but not. It's not like I'm just like, "Woo, I got to watch Attack of the Clones." But we we just did the uh, the right yeah. the thing. That's when I watched it before then to you know to get to brush up on my knowledge. Yeah. That's the first time I had broken that out of the DVD collection wow. since I bought it. Yeah, it it's as bad as I remembered. That's so it's, a, it's, it's just. A, it's, it's one of those movies I don't. I don't even know why I own it. It's not good. I don't like it. Not good. The clones. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere. Does it? Not like nope. here. Not like here. <laughs> At Nerdbot Everything's soft, soft and smooth. <laughs> don't ruin this. <laughs> don't don't ruin our first show here. Um, all right. Well, for me, um, I don't. I don't know where this falls in. in Star Wars canon for me. Again, I do think this was a fun movie. Um, but I just, uh, I honestly, I think for me, I'm just going to, going forward with it, I'm just going to ignore the fact that it's supposed to be a Han Solo movie. It's, I, honestly, that's the best way to watch it. Yeah. Um, for me, it's going to be single, a Star Wars story. <laughs> it's, it, to me, it's solace, a Star Wars story. It should just be a Star Wars story. No main title. Unaccompanied. A Star Wars story. <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, but if you haven't seen it, I mean, go check it out for yourself, honestly. Yeah, I would never tell anybody to not watch it. It's not one of those movies... Like, look, yes, again, as much as we've shit on it, uh, it's not a movie that I want to sit here and be like, don't ever watch... It's it's a good movie. Like, yeah. there's things to enjoy about it, so you can walk away and feel the way that we do, or you can feel like Danny. It's just... It's whatever whatever you're into. <laughs> so wrong. Wrong. Um, okay guys, so right before we wrap up here, a uh, couple of things. One more time, you can win a digital copy of Batman Ninja. A Batman a Ninja! Okay, I thought I was racially insensitive. That shit. Wow. Wow. Was anyway. That, was that Jerry Lewis bad? Was that how far that, that was? That was bad. <laughs> that was almost Peter Sellers. Alright, I'm sorry. Murder. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, uh, if you want to win a, co- free, a free copy of Batman Ninja, head on over to jackofallnerdshow.com. Go to our contest page. There's a form there. You just fill it out, submit, and uh, we will announce the winner of said digital copy next week. I know originally, like it was like two episodes ago, I said we were going to be giving away a copy of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That Yeah, that didn't pan out, which is why we're doing Batman Ninja. 
<laughs> they're practically the same movie, guys. Yeah, they're I don't like, even it's know like why. the same, the they're, same they're thing. They're culturally diverse, <laughs> but not really. Uh, wow. So. <laughs> wow. Did we give away the Black Panther? No, we just, it, that fell through. Yeah. We were supposed to get a copy, and we didn't. Oh. Yeah, somebody was like, no, we don't like Wakanda forever, so <laughs> fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay, but I already, I already wrote a check. My body couldn't cash. <laughs> so... But hey, well, I, I, and even though I haven't watched it yet, I've heard a lot of good things about the movie. Uh, stylistically, I, I have heard it gets a little weird. <laughs> but I think if right. you're, I think if you're into anime, yeah, then you'll probably enjoy Be into it. that. Cool. So, yeah. All but right. hey, it's also the best price, and that's free. Hey. So head on over to the website and do that, guys. And also, this will be available in podcast form after the fact. Uh, if you haven't, head on over to iTunes, guys, and look up Jack of All Nerd Show yes. and give us a like. Please a, a like. give us a review. Give us, yeah, a rating and a review. Yes. A good rating. A good, yeah, no, none of this. Uh, I fucking hate the Jack of All Nerds. Yeah. I mean, they made all of Star Wars British. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> Except well, the main character. We didn't make it that. It's just how it is. It's inherently British. It, it is. With. <laughs> Some American stuff sprinkled over the top so you don't know it's British. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you're not wrong. Exactly. So, um, anyway, guys, yeah, this, I, again, I want to thank Nerdbot. Yes. Uh, for being our new home. Uh, I've enjoyed this immensely. It's, yeah. It's bright, colorful. It is the four color fantasies of studios. Wow. In that it's clean. It is. And, it is. And beautiful. Temperature yeah. controlled. It's shiny. Yeah. We get, we get yeah. cool backgrounds. Yeah. We do. It's uh, it's not a good stuff. And, and Elvin, thank you for tolerating us this evening. <laughs> so anyway, guys, this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later.